Welcome to the Builders Podcast, Episode 103, Agency Update, Unified Toolkit, and the Insurance Agency Websites Initiative. We have begun. Before we jump into this episode, please subscribe to this podcast, hit that notification bell if you're on YouTube, and after a listen, please give us a thumbs up, like, and share, if we've earned it. With your help, we can reach more people and deliver these valuable From the Trenches lessons to those that need it. Enjoy the episode. What are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about uh, stuff from the trenches. I thought I would give a little bit of an update on, I don't know about unified web design too much, just uh, kind of, hey, 2023 is here, how are we doing? And then I want to talk a little bit about two initiatives this year we have. Um, we did a lot of building last year to get things in place, and now we're starting to execute. And so I'll, I'll just talk about kind of where we're at with those things, and uh, hopefully you'll find it interesting. So first of all, with Unified Web Design, where are we at with that? And the answer is, we're doing awesome. And I'm not just saying that. We are doing awesome. We had a great year last year. Um, of course, you always could say we could do better, right? It's like uh, we're just talking to somebody about a website today. Are we ready to launch? I said, well, there's always things you could do <laughs> before we launch. You could keep adding things to the list, trying to make it perfect, rehashing this, reiterating on things or iterating. Uh, <laughs> at some point, you got to say, let's go. But um, I digress. But we're doing awesome. We are doing awesome. We have, I actually hired uh, two new people hired, started this week, this month. Uh, I don't know, I can't talk, but <laughs> they started this month. Um, and uh, one's a developer full time. And uh, the, the other one is helping with marketing, which we're going to talk a little bit about today, what she's doing specifically for me. So that has grown my team to the big number of seven full-time people helping us out in various capacities and in various ways. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I've always, I don't have a number in my head, like how big the team you're going to get, you know. Um, I always talk about building a boutique agency. We're going to serve a smaller number of clients. Uh, so I don't know what that means. In the long run, but because uh, it depends on like one client could be really big and <laughs> require a team of 20 people or 100 people. I don't know. Uh, but hopefully uh, we can keep the teams relatively small. I do know that I am at, at a point where, see, there's only so many direct reports you can have, though, right, in a company. Direct report is uh, somebody that you know, directly reports to you. And under that person, there could be other people reporting to them, but you they are reporting to you to do whatever it is you do, to manage what they're doing, um, to strategize and talk about what they're doing. So, and I'm at that point, I'm kind of reaching that point, right, with six, seven. I, I don't know. I heard somebody once say that the like the maximum number of reports you should have is like eight, but I'm sure it's up in that range somewhere. When you get to 10, 12, that's a little too many. So what I am actually trying to do is I'm hiring people that are, you know, where I have maybe some help 
managing them, right? Maybe it's not, maybe it's a partial report. <laughs> so the person I'm going to be talking about today that we added the team, one of them, uh, it's, it's that way. It's they are uh, working with another person on the team to do stuff. And that person is kind of helping train them and get them going and all that stuff. And um, but I'm still interacting with that person. It's just somebody else is helping me with that. So I think I think that's a good strategy. So you don't burn yourself out as the person being reported to. Uh, so anyway, so that's where we're at. We're, we have a growing team and it's great. Some of those are developers. There's a designer in there. There's a couple of VAs in there. There's a project manager in there. Uh, and we're doing great. And certainly there's other people. There's always the next person you could hire to improve or um, to uh, improve something in the company or to do more. But uh, at the same time, I'm kind of in this space now. It's like, okay, I hired a couple of people. Let's make sure this is all going to be good. <laughs> we'll give it a month, two months, three months, see if everything's going good. We have a lot of great projects going on and uh, some new relationships and partnerships. Uh, we'll see how those pan out in the next few months. Uh, and then we'll decide if we hire more this year. But I'm not really worried about hiring that much. <laughs> I think... I'm really happy where we're at. Everything seems stable. <laughs> so I would actually be happy saying no to stuff for a while and just doing what we're doing. Uh, but yeah, it's it's fluid though, because you always got to be ready to add somebody if you need to and so or if somebody would leave eventually. Um, but that's where we're at with that. We're doing great. And like I said, we're doing great. We have great projects going. We've uh, got some great partnerships, some long-term and some newer ones. Uh, we had a great year last year where we added a couple uh, uh, new partners and clients. And, and so we're we're just doing dynamic. Not much else to say about that. Um, growth is hard. Growth is challenging in an agency. And so you're always trying to figure out what the next step is, what you're focused on next. Uh, and for me right now, it's it's like, okay, we... Are scaling up a little bit, but let's now focus on making sure everything's taken care of. We've done a lot of work in the last six months in our processes and our project management side of things, which has been great. Um, I think I've talked about that probably on one of the videos that I've done on YouTube, uh, but we've really streamlined things and trimmed things down. And I think things are in a really solid state. So we're ready for that next kind of growth spurt. <laughs> so, you know, there's only so many things you can do. You can have, you have tools that you can invest in and people and and uh, hopefully uh, we're, we're doing good. And I don't want to grow too fast. I talk about that a lot. Um, some people would like to tell you that you should grow fast or you should be doing this so you grow faster. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm good with the pace I'm at. So that's Unified Web Design. I could talk a lot more about that, but I want to get into these other things because uh, these other initiatives that we have, because this is something that I've been working towards for quite a while. Um, one of them, Unified Toolkit, if you've been listening to this podcast for the last couple of years, you've certainly heard about it. <laughs> uh, something that I, it took me a couple of years to really get to a place where we're ready to really promote it and uh, get it out to the masses. Um, and the other one is something I only started talking about the last maybe six months or so. Uh, it was probably last spring, sometime earlier last year. Um, somebody, uh, 
I met with, uh, we were talking and this idea came up to go after a certain vertical market uh, and uh, we're ready. So let's talk about that one first. So I believe, so I'm launching the website this weekend. The website's built. So going into 2023, my goal and my communication to my team was we are going to be done building come January. Starting a new year, we're done building. Now it's time for marketing and sales. Traffic, advertising, all that fun stuff. We're there. I'm launching, but I hadn't launched the domain yet. I'm doing that, or, you know, the website on the domain yet. I'm doing that hopefully this weekend. That is the goal. That's Matt's goal. And I think it's going to be called Lead Magnet. Now, if I go, I'm going to verify, uh, I'm going to verify something here as I'm on the call, on, talking to you. This isn't really a call. Uh, if I go to Namecheap.com, that's where I get all my domains. All my domains live here. And I go in here and I log in. I will see all my domains. Oh, it's going to make me verify. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. <laughs> we'll do that live too. Okay, we're going to verify. We'll go in here because they have to do that because they want to make sure I'm legit. Uh, what are we verifying? Oh, we got a code. I'm going to plug that in there. We'll do that. Okay. So lead magnet. It's lead magnet or lead magnets. <laughs> That's why I have to look it up. Should I be honest with you? Yes. <laughs> so lead. Well, leads magnet. <laughs> I couldn't believe I got that domain. But leads magnet, but it's not .com. It's leadsmagnet.io. So leadsmagnet.io is the domain I kind of set up for to go after the insurance vertical, starting with insurance agencies. That could scale up. That could do a lot of different. We could do a lot more with that. We're going to build websites for them in 2023. So leadsmagnet.io, launching that. And the reason why, uh, let me give you a little insight into leadsmagnet.io. So we're selling. Basically, well, we're talking about Unified Toolkit in a little while, but it's basically that same framework just for insurance agencies. But to market it, I wanted to set that apart. I could have put it on unifiedwebdesign.com and you bury it somewhere in there or on its own page going after insurance agencies. Uh, there's a number of ways I could have done right? Um, but we felt that having its own domain is going to be a little bit better for us to go after that market. It's designed, it's going to be, when somebody lands there, they're going to know it's for insurance. Now, why Leads Magnet though? Could have been insurance websites magnet or something like that with insurance in there. Number one, insurance is one of those terms, those keywords, it's going to be really difficult to find a domain for. Okay, <laughs> it's not that I don't try sometimes, but it's one of those very competitive areas that uh, is going to be difficult to get a domain for, especially a .com, right? The other part of this, though, is that I don't want to sell somebody a website. I don't want to sell people what we do. 
I don't want to sell people, oh, we're going to build you, we're selling you WordPress themes or WordPress custom, well, it's going to be custom, right? We do custom work. We're using a framework for that custom work, but it's custom work, the toolkit. So now the one of the reasons I'm going after this particular vertical and niche is because I used to be an insurance agent in a past life, <laughs> many decades ago. Actually, probably the mid two, the mid nineteen nineties through the mid two thousands. I had I was I mean a little later than that. I had an insurance license. I was an insurance agent, and there was a number of different um, iterations of that. Uh, worked for with a partner for, with in an agency for like three years. Then I spun, you know, kind of left there, did something else for a little while, then started my own little agency, uh, the Levenhagen Insurance Agency, LLC, and started my own little agency and, and did that for a couple of years, selling a variety of things. And I had some partners that I would sell insurance through their agencies. and It was a whole thing. So I know a little bit about insurance. And I also know what insurance agents need. They need leads. And <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's their bread and butter. They need leads. They need, like when I was doing insurance way back when, now things have changed a bit since I did it back then. Um, it was starting to change back then, but uh, now everything, a lot of leads are probably provided on websites and stuff like that. You know, back then I would get a packet of leads sent to me <laughs> every week and I would work those leads and they would come from other all a variety of sources but so it was more getting leads on paper and making phone calls hundreds and hundreds of phone calls every month setting up appointments and you know networking and all that good stuff you do in an agency but leads were super important so as I was thinking about this I'm like well, that's going to resonate. Leads resonate with uh, insurance agents because <laughs> that's how they make their money. <laughs> well, what is a website really? Websites, website should be a leads magnet. And like, I wonder if obviously I was in Namecheap, you know, looking for my domains, trying different things. I'm like, leads mag, probably lead magnet, leads magnet. Well, it's not a .com, .io works, you know, because we're in tech, sure. Uh, so, leads magnet. So, that's what it's going to be. So, that's how I'm going to market it is we're going to build a website that's going to generate leads for your business. It's going to make you money. And if your website's not generating leads, we'll show you how to do that. Now we may extend the services. There may we have other ideas around this. It may not just stop at building them a website, but uh, we'll let you know that as we do it. Uh, so, so that's it. But as I was saying earlier, I haven't launched it yet. So there is a chance it could turn into a different domain name. <laughs> so it may not be leadsmagnet.io by the time I do that this weekend. Actually, I think. The other day, let me check real quick. The other day, I was in, oh, yeah, 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 see, uh, on December 31st. So if you're like me, <laughs> now I've been doing this for a long time, a couple decades, 
20 years on the web doing all kinds of stuff and buying domains, okay? There are many domains, dozens, hundreds of domains probably that I've bought and never used. I'll come up with an idea and I'll just, you know, they're cheap. Less than 10 bucks, you get it for a year. And if you don't use it, you let it expire, right? Well, on the 31st, right before the turn of the year, I got customsitepro.com. So could be that too. <laughs> At least it's a .com. We'll see. But regardless of how that ends up, we're launching the website. It's a really beautiful site that my designer designed, helped design, and uh, also helped build, you know, build the, the website uh, using our framework. And so it's all blocks. Um, that's going to be launched. And then come next week, we're going to start getting people's attention and sending them to that link. How are we going to do that? Well, on the insurance on this, we're starting out a tried and true method of giving people's attention through email. So I hired somebody to help me with this. Now, I didn't hire him for just this, but this is where we're starting him. We've done this before and we've had success with it. And it's a great way to just kind of get your feet wet and, and uh, start getting some leads. The whole, so I hired uh, someone, her name's Cherie. And Cherie, hi Cherie, if you're listening to this or watching this, it's gonna work with my VA that helps me with marketing and, and uh, content and all kinds of stuff, even this podcast. They're gonna work together. So that person's name is Jep. Jep and Cherie are gonna work together uh, well, Shree's going to do the this part of things because Jep is plenty busy. <laughs> but she's going to help. Uh, she's already started the research. So we use a couple websites. I'm going to probably talk about that in a future episode. I'm going to be experimenting a lot with that this year. Uh, there's websites that uh, help you do research uh, on companies and getting their contact details. And uh, but we have a very specific way that we actually email them and follow up with them. And we have a whole process. And we're going to be implementing that here. Again, maybe it's something that I may talk about more. I, I, I may have talked about it on some past episode. I have to go back to the archives. Uh, but so that the goal there is to just start sending out these emails and getting some responses. Her, what is it? What did I call it the other day? Her, um, her prime directive. <laughs> is to basically get people in front of Matt. That's the goal. It's a very, very simple goal. Because I'll do the closing. I'll talk to the agents. We'll talk about their websites. We'll talk about their needs. We'll talk about how they're going to get leads, what their situation is now, what their pain points are. We'll go through all that. Matt will do that. I do the closing. All Sheree needs to do is get people in front of me. And she's gonna do that starting with direct email and we'll scale that up or do whatever. We'll tweak that, we'll test things. We'll, we'll get that in a good place. So we'll see you know, month by month, we'll measure that, how we're doing, tweak that. And that's the first way we're going to go out there and try to get some business and uh, build some block themes for some agencies. I actually have a friend too that owns an agency here in Milwaukee 
we talked a month or two ago. I need to connect with them and we may be taking over his website and helping him there as well. So there's things going there. So we're, we're starting that initiative. I'm very excited about it. Uh, the goal this year isn't big. It's just getting some under our belts, right? Um, I do have an agency partner that's going to help us uh, in uh, some ways. And um, so it's there's a lot of opportunity to scale that up and really become known in that space. And that's the goal. So talking back about unified web design, we do a lot of stuff. You know, we have RSA agreements like retainers, uh, long-term retainers that we've had for a long time uh, for maintenance. Uh, we do a wide range of just general web development work, hourly work. We do a whole bunch of stuff. And we do do, we do build, design and build full, full websites for some of our partners or sometimes direct, but not as many as I'd like to, us to be doing. <laughs> We're doing awesome, but I want to do more of that. So that's part of what this initiative is, is to focus, zero in on a specific niche, a specific vertical, a specific market, which is insurance, and become known in that space. And that's what we're doing. And what we're built, we're doing for them is the design, the build, and maybe other services down the road. But that's the goal there. So now we will be doing more of that stuff, more building more block themes and websites and doing awesome stuff um, with that framework. So that's the goal with that initiative. We have another initiative called Unified Toolkit. <laughs> And this one, again, if you've been here for a while, you've heard about this. But uh, this past year, we finally got a kind of a minimal viable uh, product, suite of products up. Uh, some of those are plugins. One of, a, one of them is a full-site editing block theme, a custom one, a, a framework we use. It's part of that toolkit. The toolkit is that, plus the plugins and other things we're going to provide. And... Um, but it's what we use to build themes for clients. And Unified Toolkit is where we sell it to the general public, namely agencies and, and freelancers. It's not designed, my, my focus is not for, to, for everybody. We're specializing in agencies and freelancers. Uh, that's who I'm speaking to. Uh, that's it's one of those ways where you can narrow things down a little bit and narrow your message. Even if you look at the plan, I'm not selling them individually. Although I'm giving away the theme so they can take it for a test spin and play around with it. So we do have that. That's a little list, list building mechanism. Uh, but um, so people can try it out first. But then uh, the licenses start at, I don't even know off the top of my head, 500 I think so. It's a little higher end, um, monthly or annually or quarterly, maybe. You can tell it's been a little bit since I've looked at the sales page. <laughs> Whatever I set up, um, but we've we've got a few people on board already uh, without even promoting it. But um, going into this year now, though, that now that that's done being built, we are going to continue to add things. There's other. Things we're adding, we're going to have a little members area. Um, there's going to be designs in there and training. 
Um, so I'm going to be adding that stuff. Plus the plugins that we do have, they're done being built, but we're going to start adding features to those plugins or additional features. Um, like one of the plugins is a block plugin, so more blocks. So we'll be doing that, but that, now it's casual, right? It's like when we have time in between things. Um, so, so that's fun, right? Uh, yeah, hopefully. I mean, one of the reasons that we actually, it took us a while to get this out is because we're running an agency <laughs> and the agency uh, demands uh, a lot from us sometimes. And sometimes it's hard to predict uh, how much work we're going to have. And so we have to delay it. Unified Toolkit was always one of those side projects we did worked on in between things. And it's still kind of that. However, that will change uh, when we start getting more and more customers. I like to talk about customers now because we're selling products, not just clients anymore. I just love selling products. I, I love the idea of having products. And um, I think it's a great addition to what we do. And it complements, obviously, because we use that framework and we can speak back and forth. You know, that's part of the marketing, right? Is we're able to say, hey, we use this framework for our clients. Here's an example. So... So that's fun, right? So we're doing that, but now, so the marketing side of it, now I didn't hire somebody, I'm not. Um, Shree might help out with uh, the promotion of Unified Toolkit, probably will. I think I'm probably gonna uh, have her doing more. Uh, I'm gonna teach her SEO and she can uh, work on that side of it. So I really want to, there's a couple things that uh, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different than what we're doing with our services. Our services, we lean heavily on social media and networking is huge. This podcast helps, you know, um, so that's its own kind of strategy. But with Unified Toolkit, it's different. I want to focus more on SEO and pay-per-click and Facebook ads. And so we're going to have a spend and we're going to drive traffic that way. Uh, to get things started anyway. We'll still do some social media and stuff, but I will be investing a little bit more into building that initial user base. Uh, that's the plan anyway. <laughs> it has paid advertising. I've done a lot of it over the years. Um, I used That used to be all I did back in the 2000s. Uh, but uh, so it's in its competitive market. We'll see what happens. Uh, but that's the goal. We're going to throw a little money at it, see what happens. Uh, but we'll try to promote it. If that doesn't work, we'll just do, do something else. You know, um, there's going to, there's promotions we can get involved with. We can uh, work on affiliates, the affiliate side of the business. We'll have to talk about there and how I would do that. Um, but so now it's like, if you've been following this story from the trenches of me coming up with the idea, trying to figure out when I was going to do it, <laughs> what we're going to build and then, you know, waiting for a full site. I didn't even become a thing. That wasn't until a year ago, uh, officially. Um, so then, then we could build that theme. Now it's like, now it's built. Now you can follow the story of once it's built, you know, we didn't have like a big launch or anything. We're not, we don't have like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have time for all that. Uh, I've never been really good at that. I, I just, I know affiliates. I could probably put it out there. I could probably do it if I spent the time and energy doing it. But 
mine's more of a soft launch. It's launched. I launched it to my list. I have a list, small list. Uh, I launched that to list. That's why we have some people in there. Um, but now I'm going to grow that list. That's part of also this year is growing the list. And, and that's what hopefully we'll do with paper, paper click as well. So I'll have uh, improved my follow-ups and my email marketing too. But we're going to, uh, so you can follow that kind of process though, as we go into this year and um, I'll let you know how things are going. If pay-per-click doesn't work, I'll let you know. I'm not going to be that way. Uh, so uh, we'll go through that and then um, hopefully we can generate some, you know, another revenue stream with Unified Toolkit. The, that's kind of the goal. Like you think about the insurance, why are we doing insurance? And the big reason, I think, at the center of that, uh, there's a couple good reasons to do what we're doing. Is it? But one of them is so we can build these, do this specific service that we're not doing a lot of, but we got to figure out how to do it. So, okay, we want to do more design de development of WordPress themes. That's going to hopefully solve that. Also, it's it's a little more, we can systemize that a little bit better and, um, you know, become more specialized doing that. So that's great. That'll solve that problem. Unified Toolkit, what that's going to do is it will hopefully, so there's kind of this other thing, if this very subtle thing, um, if you go to the bottom of like unifiedtoolkit.com, you're going to see a little message at the bottom. And that message says something to the effect. You can do it yourself. Or if you want to hire Unified Web Design to build these for you, here's the link. See, there's, it's all about strategy. It's all about, you know, thinking things. And I've had a couple of years to think about this. It's not just about selling that product. It's about getting the attention of the fact that we have products. We're skilled enough. If we're skilled enough to build those products, especially on, you know, kind of the newest way of doing WordPress with React and all that stuff, we, which we have to know to build a block theme. And well, specifically the uh, block plugin. Uh, we have to know all that stuff. If we can do that, we can do a lot, right? So if we can build the products and know that's, you know, how to do that stuff, you know, in detail. Yeah, we can help you with your website. Um, but it's also like, so it's, it's getting that across, but it's also, hey, you know, here's a here's a product. This is this framework, but you don't have to do it yourself. Now, the, part, of, part of the training is going to be, is going to kind of say that to begin with. Um, so the training I have planned is going to be, this is how you can sell these as an agency or freelancer. Um, but you may not want to do it yourself. So, you know, if you can teach, take what we're providing this framework and give that to your developer or hire a developer or uh, build your own team to that knows this framework inside and out and can build websites for clients. So whether we do it or your team does it or you do it, you know, whatever. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so, so that's it. But the other thing, of course, is the revenue aspect of it. I don't know how large that of revenue we can build with that, but I've always, I come from the world of products and memberships um, going back a decade. I feel so old. 
everything's a decade now. <laughs> Back in the 2000s, when I had memberships and I had, you know, um, I had thousands of people purchase my memberships and memberships cost, I don't know, $60 a month, $67 for a month, probably, or whatever. Um, it moved up to that at, at the end. Um, but I had, you know, thousands of people go through there. Any At any given time, I would have like probably I averaged two to 300 members per month with those subscriptions. So it was really nice revenue stream and helped support other things that we do. Well, that's kind of the idea here because while we may sell lifetime licenses, generally speaking, most of them are that you can get monthly or even if you can get quarterly or annually, that's reoccurring income. So if I can build even a small base of reoccurring income, that can add kind of like my retainers on the services side where there's this predict predictable income that comes in. That income on the services side is large enough where it pays for it pays for my team. It's predictable as long as we continue to deliver and we don't, uh, you know, people don't leave. <laughs> it'll stay that way for the foreseeable future, right? That that is the base income, and everything on top of that is not necessarily cream. That's Matt's profits and <laughs> and future prof and you know to run the business and grow and all that stuff to reinvest that or whatever. But, uh, but with, if I can build a, a product that can provide reoccurring income, even if it's, think about it, like even if it's like a hundred bucks a month or a hundred dollars a year, that's an extra hundred dollars a year. You can, you know, pay for a tool or something, but it's something that with that, um, it's so scalable, you know, products are so scalable. It's not like services, like you're whether you have five people using your your plugin or five hundred or five thousand or fifty thousand, it's pretty much the same amount of work. I say that kind of understanding that also that's more people that can find bugs and problems. <laughs> so the bigger your base comes, uh, expands, you know, the more different ways your plugins used, more situations where you may have to fix those bugs. But it's, but you can build a team around that, right? So as that money scales, of course, I'm going to build a team. So that's the idea here. So I can build, you know, I would imagine have eventually having a team that's focused on our products but that can cross over too. That can help us uh, invest in more resources and um, help the team on the other side, on the services side. So I envision my business in the next few years get to a point where I, I think our agency will continue to grow. We have a good, you know, growth percentage each year so far. Um, <laughs> if that continues to grow, great. But hopefully, this product side kind of sort of, you know, starts to balance. There's a good balance there. Then there's less pressure. You know, I'm not about pressure. You know, I, you know, this, this podcast, I do solo episodes because I don't want the pressure of having to worry about always having a queue of guests. I usually line up some guests, we burn through them, and then I have a guest or a solo episode. Then I line up some more guests. That's how I do it. That's that works for me. Doesn't work for everybody. Some people like to bank them for you know have six months worth of guests lined up <laughs> or recorded. 
I don't like to do that. Uh, maybe I'll do that someday. But right now, it's like, yeah, it works for me. You know, I'll just go out. You know, there's no pressure. I don't like that. I don't like the pressure. <laughs> I don't like stress. Even though I got all this going on. I feel like I'm, well, although I did start seeing a massage therapist. <laughs> Actually, I got, yeah, a couple hours. I got an appointment. Yeah, I see a massage therapist. I just started like a couple months ago. Two, yeah, two months ago, I think, or a month and a half ago was my first massage ever. And uh, understand that this isn't something that I just decided to do. <laughs> I never, I never got massages before. I even dated a massage therapist for a couple of years back in the nineties, way back in time. Um, but I never got a massage for her. <laughs> she never wanted to, you know, it's one of those things you come home from work. You don't feel like doing what you do at work, I guess. That's how I remember it anyway. Uh, but, um, but I just never felt like I needed it, you know, but uh, I had some, um, Back issues, you may have, I may have mentioned it a couple months ago, this pain in my back was horrible and um, it lasted for a long time. It wasn't going away. Sometimes I get a pain and it would go away, but this one was not going away. It was actually felt like it was getting worse. I thought it was related to my neck. I had neck surgery years ago. I was really concerned about it. I thought it was going to be a, this big deal. Went to the doctor and I said, doc. I have this back pain. Pat, let me see. Where is it exactly? So I, like I said, I was freaked out. I actually freaked my my wife out a little bit because so my necks are, I have hardware in my neck, right? I got you know, titanium <laughs> screws and plates and a cage. Um, uh, a little issue there. A little, little rupture. <laughs> um, C6, I think. Anyway. So I was concerned there was another issue there and surgery, that, that kind of surgery is always risky. And I'm like, or am I going to have to live with this pain now forever? Anyway, back to my doctor. He's looking at me. He's like, Matt, you ever seen a massage therapist? I said, no, why? I said, well, I think this might just be some muscle spasms or some, you know, something related, not related to what you think it is. I really thought, because sometimes nerves, you know, nerve pain, anything like in a neck and stuff could, you know, run down your arm. It was actually running. I was feeling like it in my arm and everything, but apparently it was not. So a couple of weeks later, I, my first appointment, I got a massage and at first it was like nothing, you know, it didn't really help too much. And then a couple of days later, I started feeling better. The pain started to subside and I've gone back one other time. And today, I think the third time it fixed the problem. I feel great. It's not perfect. I mean, I still get a little twinge here and there, but I think it was actually, whether that's stress, whatever that is. Uh, but uh, I love massages now. <laughs> so I got on that topic because I don't like, I, I really am conscious of, Trying to alleviate stress in everything I do. Yes. Okay. I have 17 members now, a growing team. And that might even be, you know, expand a little bit if we need part-time people to work on a project or whatever. So there's always the kind of that stress of that team. There's the 
potential stress of all the projects, right? We've got big projects, some, you know, are easy, some are not. <laughs> um, things happen. There's always things happening and a lot to manage. But I feel like I do a pretty good job. Maybe the back pain was that signal my body was telling me, Matt, need to relax a little bit. Since then, I've, I've actually have tried to take some time, extra time off. I'm trying to slow down a little bit, take a couple hours off a week. <laughs> Over the holidays, a little extra time. I think that's been helping. But that's your body, you know, your body's telling you, Matt, I'm not, I'm in my early 50s, 51, turning 52 next month. Not getting any younger. So I have to really start listening to my body and uh, and pace myself. You know, and like I said, that might be a signal. My body's saying, hey, Matt, this is getting a little bit, you know, maybe you need a massage. Uh, but that was great, though, how he said that. Though. I was like, Matt, have you been to a massage therapy? He, like, he just ignored what I, I was doing self-diagnosis. I'm like, I'm really concerned about that it's this. It's like, I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> and turns out, great doctor. He was correct. Thank you, Dr. Cooper. Um, yeah, so, but when I, back to the original story and what I'm doing here, um, that's how I kind of think about those products versus the services. Cause I think if, if I can build a good base of income here, reoccurring income here, just like the reoccurring income over here, that all alleviates financial stress, right? It's, it gives you a good predictable income. When I build a business, I want predictable income somewhere in there, right? So I was just talking to, I'm trying to do something with my bank right now. I was just talking to them and, and I was trying to explain and she, well, she's asking me, um, Matt, you know, how long does it take for, for like when you bill somebody, you get your 50% down or whatever, you know, how long does it typically take for that balance to happen uh, or get paid or whatever? Or, you know, what what is basically what is uh, the length of time you wait to get paid on things? Because um, I was being factored into what we were talking about. Um, I'm like, not really much time at all. So when I invoice somebody, I my partners, I get paid. If, if it's five days or 10 days, that's a long time. Usually it's with it. Some could be the same day. Seriously. It can be the same day. One in particular I have in mind. It's always the same day. Others, maybe a couple days. Now, if it's for a client, they have to wait for the funds or something. That, that can happen. But typically speaking, though, the invoices, invoices I do month to month right away. But I also explained, but most of my stuff's auto pay. The retainers we have are all auto pay. They just get paid every month. A huge chunk of our of our revenue is auto pay, auto invoicing, auto pay through FreshBooks. We do a little plug for FreshBooks. There's not an affiliate promotion. It's just me telling you what I use. I've used FreshBooks for the four years I've been in business. Anyway, so it's a beautiful thing, but. That, understand, that alleviates a ton of stress. I don't have to invoice those, a, a number of our clients every month. Now, if I can replicate that on the product side, 
that's a beautiful thing. That's like that's why I did it back in the 2000s when I was doing pay-per-click advertising and affiliate marketing. I had memberships, I had products, but the memberships were key for me for a number of years because there were those couple hundred members that would show up every month and just automatically pay. That was a great base income. So it makes it a little bit easier. You're a lot of things, even in products, you know, promotions and all this stuff, it's kind of like this, you know, it's just up and down and up and down. But when you start to, some of that starts to, you know, be reoccurring, those little ups and downs, you know, on can be on top for sure, but you just have much more predictable income. And that's really, really been important. So my point in all this, you know, talking about unified toolkit and all, you know, that's it. Each of these things are strategic. It's not something I'm doing just to do it, you know, because I think I want to go build websites. There's, there's deep thought in each one. There's deep thoughts into lead magnet or whatever it turns out to be this weekend. <laughs> Leads magnet, dot IO. Um, whatever that turns out to be, there's purpose behind it. We're going to invest a little bit and see how that does. You know, uh, in a year, I could decide that's not really our thing. We're going to, or we're something else pops and we're doing that instead. I mean, that's a thing that's been crazy with unified web design is we're getting great partners. We're doing a lot of stuff and we're growing. So there has been this thing in me. It's like, should I even do the insurance thing? Should I even do, even do unified toolkit? I don't need to, but I have ambition. Um, no, but I, but these things are strategic though. Cause it, like I said, solves that problem with lead magnet, solves that problem, you know, with unified toolkit. Solve the solves the problem of wanting to, you know, build more themes, build more WordPress themes for people. Well, how do you do that? You you know shift your you focus your marketing, and to do just that, that could lead to all kinds of other things. Who knows what happens when we start serving the insurance market? That could lead to a lot more things. Who knows? Back, we could be doing all kinds of other kinds of programming. Who knows what happens, right? Um, we'll let it, you know, percolate for a couple of years, see what happens. Uh, but Unified Toolkit, same thing. Uh, it's It solves kind of, um, it seemed to make sense. It was an easy thing to do because we we're going to do the, use that. When I was building it, a lot of times, you know, my list especially will know this. Like when I was building it, um, I'm like, you know what? It doesn't need to succeed it doesn't need to we don't sell any of it because we're going to use it when somebody comes to us for a website that's our framework so we're making money with it we're technically making money with the unified toolkit by the thousands of dollars per project because a, a website project is in the thousands each and we do these and we're doing one right now right we this week we started the uh, a new project that's going to be building the block theme using this framework. So we're making money. We're just not making money with it as a product yet. But my thought process is, well, we already have it. Let's just, you know, obviously you have to do a few things to sell it. Make, you know, think about, you know, creating a product from something that you would otherwise use for a one, one-on-one -on -one client. You know, it's a little different. Selling to the masses is a little bit different than selling 
something went off. But like, it's not that much of a leap to create product out of this, you know? And, and the other thing is, and I'll leave it at this, uh, this is getting a little long here, but the other thing here is looking at who we serve. We, the vertical, one of our verticals and who we serve are digital marketing agencies or other agencies, web design agencies, development agencies that maybe some of them just do everything, right? They do the digital marketing and they do the, you know, building websites and stuff. That's kind of our vertical that we defined that a while ago, a couple of years ago. So we have a base of those clients. Well, what is Unified Toolkit? Why, why do you think I'm focused on agencies and freelancers? Because those are the people we partner with. So if I get their attention with Unified Toolkit and we start talking, could lead to more partnerships if we have room. <laughs> so I'm not going to have to cap it. I'm very close. <laughs> I, I'm very close. Um, but um, you know, so we're going to keep this boutique. I don't want to, you know, I can't do business with everybody, but, but no, that, that's kind of the thoughts. All of this, it's, it's all strategic insurance lead magnet. If we do more of, if we start selling to insurance agencies and building their websites, I can use those. Those are direct clients. I can use those as part of our portfolio to talk to the people that get unified toolkit of these agencies and freelancers say, Hey, we did it in this niche. This is how we did it. This is an example. This is a case study. We can share those case studies with, with, there's so much. And I, and I love it because this is how I love to, this is what I did back in the 2000s. I created satellite memberships and products, and but they were all complementary. They're all complementary. They all feed into each other. And so we got this little ecosystem of products and services, and even this podcast plays a role. That all work together and for our brand, all interlink, intermingle, beautiful thing. That was the vision. And I'm excited to announce we have begun. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed that. Again, please subscribe if you haven't already and give us a thumbs up if we deserve it. If you want to comment on this episode's page, provide me with requests on topics for future episodes, or inquire about being a guest, please find your way to thebuilders.fm. You can contact me there or add a comment under these show notes. Now a word from our sponsor, my agency, Unified Web Design. We build custom websites, features, we maintain websites, we work with agencies to fulfill their web design and development needs, and more. If you're interested in our services or are looking for an agency to work with as a partner to build awesome sites for your clients, feel free to reach out to me at unifiedwebdesign.com. There's a handy contact me link at the top. Fill out that form and it will open a ticket and that ticket will find its way to me. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time.